Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome. Jenna, do you know what's become a real issue for me? Tell me. These eye bags. Like, I feel like I'm extra puffy. Is this just what happens with age? Yeah, we're mom. And stress? Uh-huh. Jesus. Yep. Well, we've heard about this new product called GenuCell. With GenuCell's natural actives and a pure antioxidant base with no parabens, no chemical scents, and no pharmaceutical preservatives, apparently it's the clean luxury your skin deserves every day. It sounds amazing. Order right now, and the GenuCell jawline treatment is yours absolutely free just for ordering the classic GenuCell plant stem cell therapy for bags and puffiness. Great. Okay, so text MAMA to 77453, which I'm doing right now, or go to GenuCell.com. That's GenuCell.com. With Chamonix's 100% money-back guarantee, you'll only have the bags, wrinkles, and the double chin to lose. Oh, great. Order now while three-day shipping is still free. Text MAMA to 77453 or go to GenuCell.com. That's GenuCell.com. And that's GenuCell, G-E-N-U-C-E-L. Say it's Mama Said with Milo and Daisy. It's Milo Said it with Mommy and Daisy. No, say, <laughs> say hi, this is Mama Said with Milo and Daisy. Hi, this is Milo Said with Milo and Daisy. Yeah, Milo Said. <laughs> <laughs> Milo Said. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone. Actress and mother of two, Jamie Lynn Sigler, has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two, Jenna Paris, to create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins and still feel like you're killing the mommy gang. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Good morning, or afternoon, or middle of the night, or whenever you listen to us. It's Mama Said. I'm Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuffing my face with a muffin. Jenna Hi, brought us like a whole buffet of pastries. I did. And I'm so grateful for you. Oh my gosh. Anything. Anything for you. I love you. Okay. Hi. Man, it's been a doozy for <laughs> no me. Shit. Okay. I'm going to get right into it, you guys. Mommy win, fail. Mommy win. <laughs> Mommy fail. I'm going to start with my fail. Okay. Okay. So remember I told you guys that Jack got like measles from the MMR basically. So then it developed into a double ear infection. So he was super sick, is super sick on the tail end of this 10 day antibiotic that he refuses oh, he's to still take. On it? Yes. Oy. And then Bo, oh my God, got like this fever virus where it was borderlining 102, 103, 104 for four straight days. And that just like wipes a little body out. And then on top of it was having diarrhea. And get this, I had to do a stool sample, which is real nasty. They found traces of E. coli. Lovely. In his poop. But you knew something was wrong. Yeah, I did. Because you were scared. Yeah. But moral of the story is my life has completely sucked taking care of two babies like this. It's just been so... Hard, And that's not my fail, though, because what I'm saying is a fail is so when Bo was like, he had these moments of feeling better. And then every day at four or five o'clock, I would text you, Jen, and be like, the fever's back. Yeah. But I just needed to get out of my house. And my nanny came to relieve me because I didn't want her around the sickness. And I was just like in it with just the two of them. And she was like, do you need to do anything? I was like, yeah, you know, I really need to run to Bed Bath Beyond. So I went to Bed Bath. 
And instead of like taking probably like the hour or two hours I should have to just like go around, I drove back. And when I came home into my neighborhood, I saw her pulling them in the little red wagon that right. we have. And I was like, and they were so excited to see me. I was like, hi guys. I was like, all right, I'll come meet you. And instead of me just going into my house and making myself some lunch and taking that minute, which I so needed, I like raced and got my tricycle, my adult <laughs> tricycle, and like ran around my neighborhood trying right. to find them. And the whole time I take it as a fail because I'm like, what am I, I I'm not taking care of myself. Like I should well, We don't know how. It's like no. the same with me when I have an hour or two to- relax or do something when I have the nanny, I sit in my car and I don't know what to do with myself because I'm so not used to it. Yeah. And you feel guilty. Yeah. I felt guilty. Like they got, they were so happy to see me. Like, what am I going to keep like, ugh, just terrible. And then they walked to the 99 cent store, which isn't far from our house. And I drove my bike there, but then it's kind of in like a sketchy area. My nanny's like, you can't leave your bike in the parking lot. So I sat in oh the God. parking lot on my bike while she on your, shopped with your them bike, your on my tricycle, adult beach cruiser tricycle. Waiting like for a little her. bell. I don't have a bell. Oh, I Bummer. need a bell. Bummer, dude. All right. So that's my fail. But my win is then two days later, I was on my way here to actually record with uh-huh. you, Jenna, and our guest had to cancel because her children were sick, which is totally understandable. We all get it. Beyond. But instead of racing back home, I was like, ooh, I'm going to text my two best friends, Lance Bass and Emmanuel Shrieky, and see what they're doing because I know they're in WeHo. And I had a two-hour lunch nice. with two of my closest friends. Where'd you guys we, go? We went to the Abbey and we had the best lunch. We did you guys cried. Drink? We didn't drink, but we just like, we got deep with each other and cried. And anyway, that's too much information, but it was an incredible moment that I took for myself that I missed and I needed. So that was my win. That's great. My fail taught me to win. Yeah. Ooh, a lesson learned. You're welcome. Now you. That's great. Uh, so I'm going to start with my fail. Um, I'm sure our producer like loves like hearing about my like gross fails, but um, I have my period. It sucks because I feel like I'm 12. I'm and so jealous. By the way, I'm waiting to get. Jamie's mine. still waiting. Sorry, we're on the same. We're then. on the same path. Like we're on. Well, we used to be. Now, now you're a little late. But um. I I hate it. I don't want to go back on the pill to make my period less heavy and better mm-hmm. because I just don't want to. I have been told by some doctors that the pill will prevent breast cancer. I've been told from other doctors that it will cause it. cause it. I don't know what to do. I um I literally am sitting down and like leaving traces of blood. Oh girl, like a teenager. Like a teenager, like I'm 12 again. And it sucks and it's not like obviously it's like not a fail but i am a raging bitch 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 you text me last night you're like i hate everyone i was like mate i just my last text to my husband is like the emoji of the (laughs) you because i fucking hate him right now i don't know why like he he was out of town and it's really oh okay can i just say one thing yeah he know like today's my nanny day but today's also my podcast recording day and then i pick up milo at two which i have to leave at like 115 so like i have virtually no time yeah obviously. But he's like, I'm like, I have so much to do. He's like, why? You have the nanny. And I'm like, if you can say that to me one more goddamn time, I'm going to kill you. He and then, Cutter did that to me yesterday where I was like, I have no time for anything. He's like, well, you know, when he's watching this, like, can't you do all your email? I was like, do you no. know what it's like to have two children call yeah. all over you? They're ill. It, it's, it's just like, if they could erase that from their vocabulary yes. of questions and comments that would be really awesome like husbands just always if you're say what i can do for you that's it exactly like you came home from being out of town all i said like i was like 
just can you bring your stuff upstairs so I don't know mm. it, it will sit there for a week it is I know like I I love putting stuff away and I'm a clean person but yeah. like just bring it upstairs for me just totally. bring it the fuck upstairs totally. take your bag and march it upstairs and then I'll put it away god I'm not a, damn it I'm not no. a slave nope I'm not a slave I'm mad for you Anyway, and on the flip side, blah blah blah. He does work really hard, but like just like do no, little chores. Blah, blah. Do little chores for me so it's easier for me. Anyway, so my fail is like I'm just like a raging bitch and like I don't know what to do. Um about this. <laughs> Not a fail. But it's like I'm it's mean. Okay. I mean, I, I like blew you. up. I like I was mean to Neil in front of the kids and whatever. It's good for them to see that. <laughs> I know. It's like real. My win is I don't think I like have any. I'm not kidding. You're an amazing friend. Can that be your win? You were Thanks. you were there for me this whole week when I was so nervous. I was like, should I take him to the ER? Like, what should I do? You responded. You had your phone on for me to call you in the middle of the night. I feel like that's your Thank win. You are such a good friend to me. Thank you. I mean, I love it. you. Thank I love you. you. No, I feel I feel you. I mean, we've all been sick too. It's I just, hard to be there as a friend as well. It's really hard to have to do that. On but you top know what? Of if you're, you're not. Then you're not going to have people there for you, and like you have, and but some people just can't do it, Jenna, and you really do it well. Thank so, you. Yeah. Thanks. I just, I'm like you. Like I, I want people to know that, like I care about. Wait, was this in your essay? Yeah. That I was, oh my god. I'm like, wait, was this the podcast? Yeah, the and it's our that guest today, Katie, who's okay. coming on is the reason that I wrote this essay. Okay, there was an incredible essay that Jamie wrote for Shondaland mm-hmm. um, on our guest Katie's podcast. It in. Integrates yeah, so, with that. So yes, exactly. Well, you could tell. But anyway, it's this essay and she talks about living with MS and and the highs and lows. And there was just something that you said that I related to so much. And I think we're the same exact person in the sense that like I just like wanted I always want everyone to like me. Like I'm mm-hmm. always, I'm always extra nice to people because I never want people to walk away and say, "Oh, what a bitch!" Like I always want people to say, "God, she's nice." Yeah, and like I go that extra Same, mile well, to like, like always leave that impression. Leave. Yes. Exactly, it's really, 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 really important to me. I like helping people. Like I, I get like a high off of it. Well, like you do. I. And I think you do too. And I think we're the yeah, same person in that sense. Are. Like I, I just like want people to know. I'm really sensitive too. Like I couldn't make a dinner last night. I'm sure they're listening to me and they're going to laugh at me. But I couldn't make dinner because Daisy was crying for two hours. I couldn't leave my future brother-in-law to, to deal with this. That. So I ended up staying home and I texted the girls being like, I'm so sorry. And I never heard back from them. And <gasps> I'm sensitive. That's Olivia, mean. Nisha, I love you. I'm so sensitive, especially because I have my period. But I'm like, oh my God, are they mad at me? Do they not care? Like, oh my God, it's where my head goes. Blah, blah, to. blah. And I'm like, I need to chill the F out. No, you just need to be confident in the person you are, and I'll be here I know. to remind you of that. I know. And like, not everyone needs to like text back all the time. And like, not everyone needs to like. But it would be nice if they do. <sighs> all right. Well, sorry to unload on you guys with that, but there's our there's our win fails of the week. Damn. Um, uh, we'll be right back with such an awesome guest and we are going to be talking about going back to work. Do you do it? Some people don't have the choice and all the woes and victories that come along with it. Be right back. Every car comes with its share of stories that ding in your bumper when you nervously picked up a first date, the luxury package you got after a big promotion, or the mileage you saved by riding your bike all summer. While you can't put a price tag on your stories, now with TrueCar, you can at least find out what your car is worth when it's time to sell or trade it in. Just go to TrueCar. Simply enter your license plate number and watch how your car's details pop up. Then answer a few questions. Navigation and moonroof? 
Watch as they bump up your value. High mileage? You already knew it was going to cost you, but now you know how much it dings your wallet so you can plan ahead. Once you're finished, you'll get a true cash offer sent in minutes, which you can take to a local certified dealer to cash out or trade in. So when you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. True cash offer not available in all areas. Okay, we are back. Oh my God, I love this guest so much. You guys have no idea. We met 13, 14 years ago when she guest starred on Sopranos and I literally fell in love with her. Uh, She had one line, but we spent a week together. She's most well known mm-hmm. um, as her role of Quinn mm-hmm. on Scandal. She is a new mommy. Yes. She just starred on Broadway yes. in Waitress. Oh, she yes. also is an amazing host of a great podcast called Katie's Crib. She had me as a guest. Um, I know so I, I, I told you guys all about it. We talked about chronic illness and, and mothering, and she's just the most loving, amazing, supportive friend and human. Please welcome Katie Lowe. Thank you. It's so wonderful to be here. Oh my gosh. You just like, I swear to God, I feel like my heart grows whenever I'm around. You do. You just make me happy. By the way, I want to come see um, Sunday night. I already told Cutter he's going to stay with the kids. I want to come see the last night of the play. I'll get you any tickets you ever want. Oh my God. Take it. Sorry, guys. Take it. Do you want to go with me? Yes. Wait, by the way, I just met Katie. I'm I'm talking to you and I'm talking to everyone. And you have a really good vibe. Doesn't she? I feel like I've known you forever. I swear to God. Look at that engagement ring. Holy shit. Oh. That's stunning. Thank you so oh much. My God. Your ring is beautiful too. This, thank you. Yours is like, wow. Thank it's you so very much. Out, gorgeous. And I love in the contradiction to your just mom sweatshirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's like schlep and then bling. Yeah, yeah. it's great. No, thank we're just know. moms are just a constant contradiction. They're just totally. a complicated, what do you mean? multi-dimensional. Look at my earrings. <laughs> Look at my earrings. And she has these like hoops that are like Honey, so beautiful and big, ready to be taken Honey, I think you throw in a out. pair of hoops with pajamas and you are instantly Agreed. at another level. Agreed. I'm obsessed with hoops Agreed. and headbands right now. I know headbands are really in. Fr- yes. Well, I've Wait. got these goddamn baby hairs that won't grow. Baby bangs, whatever. I, bangs so I haven't too. noticed your baby bangs. They're you terrible. Have- yeah, but they like stick to your other hair. You can't no, tell. Because I flat ironed them this morning. Uh, I have friends that have like literally half their head is baby bangs. It's, it's I think I got it. Like, like it's really bad. I think I got a little down here. She, oh, yeah, that's not a very Well, that's better. At least you can hide it. A little bit better. Yeah. A, a lot bit. better. It's. I can't tell you. All right. Sorry to bore you guys with our hair woes. Okay. We have our topic today, which is going back to work. And what's kind of cool about the three of us sitting here is we've all had three very different experiences with Mm -hmm. it. And so I feel like let's each like have a moment on the floor. And then we want all of you guys to feel heard and supported too. And I know that sometimes... A lot of the times, you don't have a choice. you got to go back to work. So we're going to be here to support you and hopefully give you some tips and things that possibly will make the transition smoother. Yes. So, Katie, yes. let's start with you. Talk about yes. uh, your experience with I this. I was um, shooting the last season of Scandal when I got pregnant with my son, and it was an incredible experience. And I think this is so important to be talked about um, just a lot because I have a female – I had a female boss by the name of Shonda Rhimes who – who is the a mother herself, the one and no, only, a mother herself. And I worked up until I was nine and a half months pregnant. Wow. And I went back to work when he was eight weeks old. Wow. And I was out of my 
fucking mind. I look back on those times and I like, thank God it was Shonda who was yeah. my boss. But I think about the women who go back, who have to work through their entire pregnancy mm-hmm. and have to go back to work very quickly, whether those are fi- financial reasons or mm-hmm. the threat of them losing their job and being replaced, or they don't have a great maternity leave package at wherever they work. And I think about that and it was so hard for me and I had nothing but support that I can't even begin to understand someone who doesn't have that. But yes, I worked up until nine and a half months pregnant. It was actually a wonderful experience because when you're on Scandal, you have these (laughs) these wonderful people called PAs who are production assistants and their jobs are to literally like make sure the actors are comfortable. Mm -hmm. And it was honestly better than being at home because I would be like, get me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for the the time today. (laughs) Um, My feet were really swollen and I had delivered to my work uh, like a Barker lounger chair so that I thought my you were going to say they massaged be... you. <laughs> no, I never pushed it that hard ever. Like, wow, these I feel like awesome. that'd be super inappropriate. I mean, it crossed my mind, but like, um, so I would sit, I would memorize my lines. I don't lines. think anyone would have been surprised though, if you asked or, or we No, oh out. my God, my feet. Also, I mean, there were pluses and minuses, meaning like there were people there to help me make sure I was comfortable. That said, I also was standing 15 to 16 yeah. hour days, you know, with, and it was, I remember one of the last scenes I shot was at a Van Nuys airport. It was in the summer. It was Oof. 112 degrees. I was on black oh concrete. God. I was in a black leather jacket, black tight oh pants, my God, black boots. Um, Not and okay. we were simulating an airplane being blown up and I was being flung back into a um, car. Super safe. It was insane. When you're pregnant. It was so crazy. But actually, it was such a wonderful day because I knew that I wanted to name my son Albie. A-L-B-E-E is his name. That is so cute. Thank you. And he is the cutest. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, ladies. I agree, but I'm super biased. And I, I um, be I'm not. Me I would always say to him, you know, send me a sign. If I see bees uh, be anywhere, it means that you're cool with the name I've chosen for you. And so we're on this tarmac shooting the last scenes I was shooting while I was pregnant. And um, all of a sudden, my co-star, George Newburn, who played my love interest, who Quinn ended up marrying at the end of the season, he flings me to the ground like pregnant. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? And I look up and there's literally a swarm. The entire oh my sky God. goes oh dark. There's like 50 billion bees, which is super but I was like, me. okay, I hear you. I hear you. You're cool with your name. I got yeah. it. I got it. And then I took two months off and I knew I was going to have to come back. They literally were writing the last season and of course would have loved to give me an even longer maternity leave, but it literally wasn't possible with storyline. It was like a miracle that I even got eight weeks. Like, yeah. And when I came back, they were just incredible. I was a breastfeeding mother. It was, you know, they let me go back to my trailer. They gave me a bigger trailer, one half for myself, one half for my son and my nanny. And um, I got to go back and breastfeed every three hours or however much I needed. And I wasn't even good at it. Like I remember the PAs knocking on the door being like, can we go back to work? And me being like, I don't know how long this is going to take. I'm pumping, I'm feeding. I don't know what the hell's happening. (laughs) And um, also to be said alongside that is Carrie Washington had had her two children on the show before me. And so precedent had already been set Yeah, that this is a place where mothers work. This is a place where mothers kick ass at work. This is a place where we understand if we support everything I need as a mom, then I'm going to like do an incredible job when I'm needed. And that was just... 
I mean, Sean and I talk about this all the time of how we can get this to happen across the board mm. in all places of work. I it's know. like there are needs to be places for breastfeeding. There needs to be places that your kid needs to come visit you. We had yes. at Shondaland like a little nursery where all the moms of Shondaland's kids could play. Carrie's kids, Viola Davis's kid, my kid. Like it was amazing. It sounds like my husband Heaven works- Utopia. Yes. Yeah, it, my husband works at Google and it sounds same like shit. Shondaland, Google, same thing. But like, I love it. at Google too? Oh yeah. They have lactation rooms. They have oh. medical. Meditation oh, rooms. I mean, Same, they, but, but they like, really why care are about people understanding. I have goosebumps, but like obviously, Shondaland as a company is incredibly successful. Google as a company is incredibly successful. You're absolutely right. Why aren't people understanding yeah. that people work better, harder, feel more invested in you and your company if when you, you take support care their life choices? Yep, that's it. Like period. So anyway, that was my experience. But Went back to work, one, but super Broadway supportive. was harder for you, right? Horrible. <laughs> Right. Wait, what was? Broadway. So when, Bro- how old okay. was he when you started on Broadway? I started on Broadway when he was eight months old. I mean, it wasn't a horrible and that everyone really jumped to – they just – Broadway is not um, – is not really used to moms with new babies. I right. just think that it's um, a sort of old historic, like a history eight traditional, I mean, like eight like shows a-, a week, and and it's really cutthroat. And so, I mean, they really, when I was rehearsing the show, of course, every time I had to pump, they would get me a room that was private. But it just... When did you I, say yes to You know, Broadway doing- just doesn't have money, I think is what it is. I mean, someone's making no, money, but clearly, I think, but... Remember you telling me, like, that you, you missed a lot of bedtimes. Oh. Oh, and that was hard. Terrible. Those types of things are hard. It was terrible. And when did you sign on in your for dressing this? room? Like I signed on for it a- after Scandal ended. I'm fr- I've been friends with Sarah Bareilles for a long time, and she wrote the music um, and lyrics for for Waitress. It's the so musical. good. Oh my god, it's so, <laughs> so good. good. And so and she it. offered it to my. We had to audition a bunch of times and send them tapes. I mean, it wasn't that easy. It was actually petrifying. But <laughs> yeah. she um, got us the roles, and it was just. It was really. It was really difficult. I felt such guilt. For some reason, I never felt that on Scandal. I don't know if it was because he was younger or because I was an on and on. Sh- I was in on an excuse me ensemble show where I didn't work every day. I mean, that was I'm, also your other home for a long. My time. other home, Albie could come. Broadway was just like it's a grind. For it's anyone. a grind. You are at the show every night. So I would only put him to sleep Monday nights. That's and so that's hard. Just, that's hard. I don't know why bedtime is such a thing. For me too. And I, I just missed them all. And I would pass him off at 6 p.m. like during his dinner. And I would say goodnight to him and I would see him in the morning. But it was just – and I would miss mornings too because I would get home from the show at like midnight, 1 a.m. And you he was getting study. up at 6 a.m. And I would lose my voice if I woke up and not got, get my like seven, eight hours of sleep. And I also – this is so – I mean, maybe it's shitty to say, I don't know, but for some reason, you know, you make more money on TV than you do in Broadway. So for me, it just felt like if I'm going to be away from my kid and miss all of this, then I at least want to be like making money and saving for his college fund. Right. Broadway is like, you're doing it because your dreams are there and you wanted this since you were a kid to perform on a Broadway stage and it's the most incredible experience ever, but you're not saving, you're not saving money doing it. So, so to, to leave Especially your for son. the amount of time that they're asking yeah, of you. Of you probably did this at one of the hardest times of your life and, and his age. Eight months is not easy to leave a baby. It's like right when they're waking up. Guys, I just realized like, like that I'm a person again. So eight months, yeah, you're out of your mind. Yeah, I like I I can't believe that you were able to mentally and physically 
do Broadway yeah. when he was eight months Barely. old. Like, yeah. more power and to you. And pumping because and still nursing. I pumped every intermission. I, you know what? By the I way, now I- you could do anything. <sighs> yeah, I don't even know who the f*** I was. <laughs> I honestly feel, though, it was a bad experience. I would like to do Broadway again just because I, I do really think I was, like, super out of my mind. I think motherhood, once you get to them being – I mean, I just am starting to wake up and feel – more like myself again. He's 18 months. So he's a year and a half. Okay. And I'm just starting to feel Mm -hmm. less guilty leaving him. Me too. Doing stuff for myself again and not feeling like getting like going to the gym or like, oh my God, I got a massage last week like and I didn't feel so bad about it. So there's just certain, I don't know, at the beginning I just felt guilty all the time. All the time. Yeah. And there's this thing that Shonda says, which I I think I've told you, Jamie, but, you know, people are like, how do you balance? What's the work-life balance? You're doing it all. And you're like, I'm not, to be completely fucking Every honest. Every day you feel like you're half-assing it at one Yeah, point. at one is failing. Like, if you're kicking ass at Scandal or you're kicking ass and you had an amazing show on Broadway, it's because I missed my kid's bedtime and I was a shitty mom that day. Mm. Any day where I, like, I had to call out a whole weekend because I was sick and I lost my voice, my understudy went on on Broadway, it was so awful. People had flown in, booked hotel rooms, all this kind of stuff, but I was the best mom that weekend because right. I was home with my kid yeah. for four days, like ner- like trying to get better. I had no voice, but I went so hard playing yeah. with him and I was a great mom. So it's if you're succeeding at one, you're failing at the other. Yeah. It's just one. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. You hope at the end of the year something sort of evens out, but yeah. Yeah. So what about you? What was okay, your so like, for me with Bo, it took a minute to I wanted to go back to work. Um so I got pregnant with him when I was on a show and then it didn't get picked up for a second season and then I he was born in August. So for those of you who don't know, there's something called pilot season where all the new TV shows are casting in January. So I had the time between August and January to be like, I'm going to wait until, you know, the winter. And then I got close to a few things and nothing panned out. So that's when I went and started following Cutter around while he played baseball. And it was really f***ing hard for me because I was just this mom, but not only a mom, new mom, but like no family, no help, like and traveling living in somebody else's hard. home, traveling. It was really hard for me. And I really wished, I was so envious of people that were working because I think I realized, and I, I, I told this, I think, to both of you, uh, not on air, that I had a moment about a month ago where I was sitting on the floor with both my boys, and it was a lovely moment. Everyone was happy. Everyone was playing well. And it, like, hit me like a ton of the bricks to the point where, like, the air was taken out of me where I was like, <gasps> I don't want to be a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. I love my kids <clears throat> so much, but there is a huge part of me that is missing right now. And I I can tell you that I've done the dance. I've worked and then I've not worked for a long time. And then I've worked and then I've not worked for a long time. So I get, I felt both sides of it. And I have never once felt guilty or, or, or not. Maybe I've had moments of guilt, but I've never once when I was at work felt like I wasn't where I was supposed to be. That's amazing information for you Because I've spent so much time with my kids as well, though, and I've come to learn that I'm a really amazing mom when I get some me time. And this podcast right now has been a lot for Jenna and I, I think both, because just to have something that to prepare for and to show up for, and even if it's a couple of hours, like it just... It gives me that connection to other people, to my voice, to who I am. And even though I'm talking about my kids this whole time, it just still feels like another part of me that's being fulfilled. And so 
after that, I had texted Jenna and I was like, I feel so guilty because I just realized that this is not what I want. There are some people, my sister-in-law being one of them, that truly enjoys being a stay-at-home mom. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I really just gave it a real good go. I mean, almost for a year, guys, now. I've been a real just stay-at-home mom. I did go back to work, oddly, when Jack was six weeks old. And bringing him and pumping and nursing in between and being like, sorry, guys, I need to go pump or nurse him every three hours. Like to shut down production was Mm -hmm. hard, Mm -hmm. but empowering. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I give you a lot of credit. That was not easy. And that was only two weeks of my life. But I just, I don't know. Everyone's different. And I think that... You shouldn't knock people that want to be stay-at-home moms. You shouldn't knock people that don't want to be stay-at-home moms. You shouldn't knock people that are excited to go back to work. I mean, I just think like anything with life and especially motherhood, which is just such a complex experience, like – some days you're going to feel it. Some days you're going to not. Look, there's some days where I'm like, this is so cool that I got to experience every minute of all of this with my kids. And still now I'm like, I've spent every minute of Jack's first year with him, wow. basically. Wow. And it's really cool. But also- You want to go back to your like, really I'm like, also I, you like having other things. So. And I'm depressed on the other side where my husband will be like, what's up? And I'm like, I just, I'm fucking tired and I just want something else. Like I, you know, so it's just like that constant back and forth. And Jenna, I mean, you feel like you made the choice to be a stay-at-home mom? So it's hard for me. And and I've struggled with this for a long time because – so my line of work was kind of wishy-washy before. I've been in marketing. I've been in fashion. I sing, but I sing brides down the aisle. So it's not like, you know, I'm making – $100,000 $100,000 a year doing that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's just I love singing. If if there's one thing that I'm really good at and that I love the most, it's singing. Am I trying to be a famous singer? No. So um, You need to do a lullaby album. I, I would love to. That's what we're going um, to do. We'll do it. But so I've always struggled with like, am I like – if I go back to work, like, what am I going to, what am I going to do? What's, what what am I like super good at besides singing that? And I've always struggled with that. And like, I feel like a little depressed that like, I never had this set career. Mm -hmm. Like, why didn't I stick with fashion and like build that? Why didn't I stick with marketing and build that? Why didn't I like stick with like, you know, singing and and build this whole like wedding singer uh, thing and, and build that? It pisses me off that I didn't Mm-hmm. stick with something. Mm-hmm. And it kind of has like f***ed me because when I had kids, like, of course, like I, I, I felt like I didn't really have a choice. I, I couldn't go back to work because what was my work? Didn't I, this, like, I didn't, huge, like, no, I didn't want to run back to like a job in marketing because it wasn't my passion. Right. I didn't want to run back to fashion because it's not my passion. Sure. So I'm like, okay, well. Well, and like what Katie said, if you're going to be away from your kid, it's got to be yeah. worth it. It's got to be one or the other. You either got to be obsessed with it or you need the money. Or you're, or and you're making a good living. Yeah, and I'm exactly. envious. Like when I listen to you, I'm envious of you because, and you, because you guys are actors and you've done it and that's all you've ever done. For me, I've done like so many sure. different things sure. and it's not my proudest moment. Like I I don't love that. No, but can I tell you something, Jenna? Huh. Since we've started this podcast, she takes the reins and she is creative and you think of how we can market this and you think of how we can grow it on a constant basis. So I, I just want to say as your friend, all the different things you've done weren't for nothing because you are really putting all of those Using different skills tools. and Thank you're you. thinking about what to do with this and make this the most successful that it can be for us. And I appreciate well, that. And you, you and welcome. like... 
Thank you, I mean. Thank you, and you're welcome. Both. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, and um, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> but no, I appreciate that. And I do have a lot of skills that I can offer. It's just I, I never honed in on one particular thing. So yes, I'm a stay-at-home mom. Is it hard for me? Do I want to go back to work? This is me going back to work. And I, I said, you know, I, in this interview that we were just interviewed for, I said, like, you you're the reason why I'm back at work. Even though it's once or twice a week, I'm based, this is my back to work and it feels really good for me. Good. And um, it's going to lead to other things, hopefully, and I'll work even more and more. But this is, it, it happens organically and, and everyone al- always told me, you're going to do something in the mommy space. You know, I'm like you, I connect anyone and everyone. I'm like, oh, you work in this, you should do it. Yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah, connecting yeah. like boyfriends and girlfriends. Do and you husbands. have two kids? Two kids. And I, I, I love introducing people and like, it's my thing. And that's why this podcast is so good. She because, keeps bringing great guests. Well, and so like, it. It's just, it's a good partnership because, um, hi, Jess. Oh, uh, our producer's holding oh up a God. sign that says, Jenna rules. You're Aww. the best. You're the best. We love you, Travis. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's a, it's, it's a thing. And I, I tell I me think about being a stay-at-home mom. Is it it's terror? Is it it's so hard? Really, really hard. Oh it's my really, God. really, really, really hard. And let me just say, there's a little constant battle that my husband and I have because he's a really hard worker. Mm-hmm. So he he works at Google, which is like work hard, play hard. Like yep, 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 he yep, yep. like works 24 hours, but they treat him really well. And you know, it's like you that's the way that's yeah. how they get it. And um, but I have a nanny twice a week. And he's always like, well, you have a nanny, so you could do X, Y, Z. And I can't – and I don't think – and no, it's – but he doesn't understand. <laughs> if I had fangs or horns, it would be popping out right now. But the thing what is – What is his point with your I, I think because I'm like, I'm so tired. Like, I don't want to put him to bed. He's like, well, I just worked all day and you had the nanny today. And so I'm like, but for my nanny days – I fill them packed fill them full, packed full of like groceries and errands and like returning and cleaning. And he's like, "Well, you have the housekeeper." I was like, "Yeah, but I have to clean the house in order to have a housekeeper." Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Anyway, it, I don't know if it's something that either Neil will never understand, my husband, or I, I don't know if it's hard for me. I think it's, for, a, and, it's a male thing, but it's a constant like this work, no work nanny situation between my husband and I is a constant like it's the only thing we ever fight about and he's like well I don't have like that one day to rest and we need to figure that out but I think this, maybe you can take a step back and like really do try you have to a date night each we and we go out we do have date nights we don't have like a set one but we, we don't either yeah I but mean, like, I'm just like asking that like no but, like, I, I, I need to <laughs> like last night so my husband was out of town and I had the kids and even though it was like for two nights and whatever three days two nights it, it's hard for me to have the kids and like put them to bed. And obviously, so hard. I don't know how single parents do it. I commend them. Yes. They are heroes beyond beyond belief. Um, one kid, two kid. I, I, it's just beyond me. But um, you know, I like really. I need to get the. F- out of my house when See, my I husband's out of town. I do. I have to get I, out. I'm so happy to be home every I night. will go in pajamas. No, I I love being home, but I will go in my pajamas and get a glass of wine by myself. Like, I need to step out of my house because mm. I'm home every yes, single day yes, of my life. Yes. Every well, I say day. that to Cutter on the weekends a lot because he's like, I just want to stay home with you guys in the weekend. I was like, but I've I'm been here. Yeah. Like, can we go out as a family? Yeah, can we go out right, to dinner? Like, right, right. It's, 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 a, it's a communication thing that needs to happen. So, yeah. So, at this point, I've done my I've done my fair share of staying home. If there was something that came along, and someone said, "Would you do this five days a week?" F- yeah, I would do it. How old and are your kids? Meaning this, I'm like sure I everyone hope- already knows this, but I don't. How old? No, it's uh, three and one, so three and a half and fifteen months. 
um, a little Holy younger. Holy shit. So yeah, you yeah, did that the thick. quick. You guys so, did that quick. I'm like petrified. It's, it's really hard. Petrified. I know. It's really, it's really, child. it's hard. You've got time. When people ask me how's two kids, I'm never like, it's great. I'm like, it's really hard, but it it's is. amazing, but it's really hard. It will get better in some ways, I think. It and I, will. Only, I was a nanny for like a really long time. I feel like when they're older and they play together, it's just going to be like a dream. Also, you too, guys, I, I just cannot wait for that. Right like, now. I can keep telling you, like, Bo at this age of five and a half, even though, like, now they talk back and whatnot, like, he's also very self sufficient. He gets right. stressed by himself. He sits in front of the, with the, watches cartoons with his cereal, and right. I can ha- make my coffee. Like, right. he's he's a little person. I can take him places. I don't need to pack anything yeah. for him. Like, oh, it's the a f-ing diaper bag. The oh diaper, my God. The, the I, for, like, I, I, I don't even have one anymore. I'm just uh, like, Oh, God. I put like three diapers in my car and I'm like, if anyone has wipes, I'll oh, wipe him, like, her, I'm, like, so and <laughs> I'm like, I use toilet paper on her butt. Like, his you butt. work at, being a stay at home mom is literally like my, this is the other thing too. My mom was a stay at home mom and, um, mine too. My mom was a stay at home mom too. and she, oh, she worked. She, actually. I think, I mean, I, I really think my mom did a really great job with my brother and I. I really do. Just meaning, like, I think we turned out to be adults who are independent and found um, jobs that make us feel purposeful in our life and mm-hmm. have relationships with people that we respect and love. And I think, and that doesn't mean like we found our person or thing. I just mean like we, we're walking through this world. And yeah. I think my mom did no, but a good you, job. You owe it to her. I yeah. think my mom yeah. really did a great job. It's- and it was really hard for me to, when I was interviewing nannies while pregnant, because I knew I was going to go back to work really quickly, I, I took the nanny process like very seriously and who I was going to be like helping, who was this person that was going to be helping me raise my child. And I had the hardest time just like wrapping my head around, oh my God, like I can't believe someone else is going to be involved in this situation. Like my mother did the most amazing job and I and I commend and respect that she stopped her career in order to do that. That was mm-hmm. a choice she made. And my mom was actually the person that was like, get your nanny, stay working. And I was yeah. like, really? I feel so bad. We are doing it. And she was just like, I just think for you and what you want and the mm-hmm. things you're doing, like that is a great choice for you. And at some point, hopefully you, you worked won't. hard for this. And I'm so I happy did, she but said that I have to, to tell you, she did say that and it meant a lot to me. But I have to say like that maternal instinct, I can remember the first time my nanny came over and like told me something that my kid likes that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And I almost died. Mm, like, yeah. I just was like, oh, no, no, don't hold him like that when he's upset. He doesn't like that. Now, she was right. Yeah. And had but slogged like more hours there. with him yeah. at that point and knew what he needed in that moment that I did not know. And That's I still felt a dagger. fucking pain. And then also I can remember the first time she ever put him in the bath and I watched him, her give him a bath. I I literally felt like some sort of survival instinct from when we were like cave women. Mm-hmm. Like I was going to like literally wring her neck or something like mm-hmm. that's my child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now she's incredible and has done an amazing job. And and I'm really always trying to practice like good lines of communication because we don't agree on all things. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it is my kid and she has to, and she's an employee and that's a whole freaking weird thing. But I do think that if you are someone that's going to go to work and even if you're not and, and you can afford it, I just do think that it's, to have help, yeah. whether that is someone you pay, someone you not, if you're lucky enough to have family in town, that's the other thing I try to explain to my parents. It's like, are your my parents pa- here? No, my okay. parents, you know, my grandparents lived down the street when I grew up. They were over yeah. every mm-hmm. yeah. day. My grandma, my grandma was our nanny. She like, lived with us. There's yeah. this doc, you know, Dr. Carp, he wrote yeah, the Harvey five Carp, S's. Yeah. Okay. He's incredible. And he said, the biggest mistake people make is thinking that they're supposed to do this by themselves. 
this is raising a child is something that people did in villages with tribes. five aunts and uncles and yeah. aunties and sisters and grandparents and, and they all took of this care shit. of the mother not just they the took baby. care of the mother they took care of the baby and you had breaks all the time and in this day and age this whole like we're women we can do it all you can't mm-hmm. and like you have to find help yeah whether that's help that you can afford to pay or that's help that you can't pay but you can ask a friend for two hours or a family member like it is no joke you will lose your face yeah. I, but you know what? I don't work and I have a nanny twice a week. And do you know how fucking guilty I feel for that? Mm. I feel guilt every single time. I'm like, I'm not good enough to have a nanny. This is just how I feel. Oh, and I'm not kidding. And that's why I thank God I have a podcast because now I finally don't feel super guilty. I, I, what do you mean? Like you have to like, like you why have to have do a I deserve to work. a nanny? No, like, I, why do I, I deserve a nanny if, I, if, I'm, if I'm a stay not at home working. mom? Yeah, well, yeah. I go through that of being I, – I mean I've been having it now of being like – because I'm you're going to be a better anything. mom. That's why. Yes, I, I but know, I'm, but it's like so hard for me. It's I, that I'm like, I'm not of, deserving. I, I'm always like, I, I don't deserve like to have the, fun. The thing on the airplane. Yes, you do. And the thing on the airplane of like, you put the mask on yourself before yeah, you're a kid. Yeah. Like that is not bullshit. Like my friends that don't ever have help. They come over for playdates and I'm just like, they look like yeah, I love <laughs> Please don't listen to me, my lovely friends who are stay-at-home moms, but like the ones that just never get that break to just – and I don't mean, oh, I have the nanny today, so I'm going to go grocery shop. You guys. But that's what I do. Oh, like, oh my God. Like you you have to like have lunch with a friend and just be an adult for one hour. And I do that too. I really do. I try to. I get the manicure or do something for this podcast that makes you feel perfect. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm so happy about this podcast because I finally feel like I have a purpose for the nanny. Hey. And that's all. So it happened, uh, you know, years later, but fine. Amen. Great. Yeah. Great. Amen. 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 You're not alone. You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. If you like our show, you are going to love the Lady Gang podcast on Podcast One. Join the ultimate Hollywood girl posse. Entertainment Tonight's Kelty Knight, actress Becca Tobin, and fashion designer Jack Vanek as they critique all things pop culture with some fabulous guests. Check out the Lady Gang every Tuesday and Thursday on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And now back to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Jules on our Facebook shared this story and so many people commented because they've had the same experience. And before we get into our tips for you guys of going back to work, this just really pushes a button for me. She wrote, first day back to work today in a male-dominated career field, and people said stuff like, you look tired, and how was your vacation? I clap back with fun <gasps> jokes. I don't want to come off hormonal or, or over-emotional. I would- you know how women can be, and guys do not get it. Oh my God. I mean, this just makes I me have goosebumps. So, I'm like right? so livid. I, I, I mean, I'm, I would, I would, so I would hope to say that most of these men aren't fathers themselves because I think all our men know, I would like to think they know how oh, hard it is. Like, I would, would never love to say think that, to that if Cutter, a new mom came back to work, how was your vacation? Cutter would be like, how are you doing? Like, do you want me to get you, like, a sandwich? And, yeah, and God forbid it's a mom who's, like, dealing with postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety, and she and has to go back to work. It's like, so, you could be in a really f- 
fucking bad mental place. Especially, by the way, when it's not your choice. We're very fortunate to be where we are, and this is not lost on us. And I know that the majority out there, you've got to go back to work, like you said, to either make sure you don't lose your job or you need the money. Mm -hmm. Like, we respect and totally get it. But the lack of respect and the lack of awareness that people have of how hard it is. Jen and I both started watching the show. Oh, my God. Yes, I was going to bring it up. Oh, yeah. I saw it. Oh, my God. I'm on episode seven now. The lady who plays the lawyer. Like, I'm like, yep. Catherine Redman. Oh, that's her. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that. Oh, that's her? Yes. Oh, how cool. And it's her real husband, too. Oh, how cool. Really? Um. You guys should check this out because I really feel like you got you will connect to it if you if you feel like you're struggling with all of this, but it's just like you don't not everyone has the Shondas behind them yeah. and 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 the situations where you're an actor and you're special and they need you happy so they'll do what you need to do. Do you right. know what I mean? Like it's really hard, so hard to like focus. It's so hard to pump. I mean, my friend who's a very high-level executive at a big television company, and she pumped for a whole year, and it was really hard on her, but she couldn't – she worked hard to get to the level she was at, mm-hmm. and she had to show up, and she felt like she missed a ton of the first year, and that's really hard. But power to her. I mean, I tell her every day, I'm so proud and awe of you because you're continuing to get promoted. You've had your second kid now, and you're pushing through, but it's not to say that any moment of that is not so incredibly hard and i would love to think that the place of work people would honor and respect that yeah and also people sure. should know like i know so many moms that their first day back at work they like sobbed on the way yeah and, 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 and for so many complicated reasons even if they were excited to go back to work and they love the place that mm-hmm. they work like they were just it's just emotional it's, it's super change. emotional to like leave your baby for the first time to it's just it's just a really really emotionally complicated like life moves on and i just did this whole incredible crazy traumatic thing to my mm-hmm. body and to yeah. my brain and to my family and everything I, and also i'm going through this massive identity shift and hormonal and hor- change and hormonal change and i'm just going to still try to sort through this yeah. and yeah. it's really fucking emotionally hard for people so if you can ask anyone before you leave to like be kind when you get back yeah honestly but there should be training for people Uh, i know hr hr should train how to treat a person when they come back from maternity leave how to first of all and by the way it's not to mean it's like they're a special case they're a human being that's like what your mom went through but a lot of people but a lot of people don't realize that so they almost have to treat it like a special case it's it shouldn't be like that but they yeah it's it's true i mean people are treated like shit how do you think of these like amazing Nordic countries like Sweden and Switzerland yeah. and the guy too? There's paternity yeah. leave and maternity leave. Like take, we should, we need to take note on a lot of like things. Like that's from, so huge. Like the my fact husband first got three of all, three months. Mu- he didn't take it, but he got three months. He didn't. Get my it. husband took three months. Does he work? I mean, in one he's of an actor. Kind of- no, no. Oh, he oh, just oh, said yeah, yeah. nobody call there. me. He said I am yeah. gonna have this mate once. If Good. maybe once oh, again, I don't know that this will ever happen, and there's yeah. just no audition or a thing that's important to me like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna be home for three months with my getting to know fatherhood and my son. And it's amazing. amazing. He was de- he was more depressed than I was when it was over. To really? Be honest. Aww. Yeah, he was really depressed. He was like, I felt like that was so beautiful, and I don't want to. Anyway, hard. there are other countries that are very civilized and beautiful, and the government totally pays for you to have a year, your yeah. job, mother and father, because they know you're probably going to do a better job and yeah. really, really you be invested in the job. I know. Yeah. All right. Well, while we're living in this shit country, let's talk, <laughs> let's talk about things that could possibly make this easier for you guys. So number one is 
Before you go back to work, hash out the logistics. Mm -hmm. Try the best you can to organize everything in control, how you pump, your pump, like like try and plan out your day. Because I know for me, when I have structure and like a schedule and you can let the people hopefully at work understand this schedule, it can just make you feel a little better. And even if it's arranging that this is going to be bath time when I come home because I don't want to miss it, whatever it needs to be, arrange your baby's schedule with whether it's daycare and at-home nanny or whatever it is to your needs so that you can set yourself up to be as the most successful you can be. And also I want to add, you don't even have to pump. If you're doing formula because you're going back to work, that's okay too. We're not saying like go back to work and pump. Like you could do whatever you want to make yourself feel comfortable. Of course. Um, number two, rather than like making it the rip the band-aid, do a daycare or nanny trial. So even yes. if it's just to go to lunch or get your hair blown out or get a manicure, that hour, that two hours, like even if you can do like a week, a yes. couple of days of it leading up just so that you and your baby, which by get the way, your baby's more fine, but you will hopefully get more adjusted to the idea of leaving. And then the baby can also get used to whoever yes, else's care that's brilliant that they're and getting definitely into. Should be done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Another one that I read that on multiple publications, which I thought was kind of interesting, was go back to work on a Thursday. Oh, interesting. That way you get those first two days and then you're home in that Ah. weekend. Because think about it. If you start on a Monday, you've got that whole Whole week week. to get through. So smart. So So that way that, that... that could possibly make things a little bit easier. I actually love that. That's yeah, the best that's too. genius. Um, obviously, friend support of another support group of working moms yep. that get it, that understand it, that are going through it with you, whether it's online support, whether it's a group of women in your workplace. This podcast. This podcast, yeah. whatever it needs to be, um, reach out. Mm-hmm. A number, I don't know what number I'm That on. was three. Okay. I think. Or whatever. And the next one. Uh, <laughs> try and work. We have mommy through, right here. Try and work through the, oh my God, I have to quit stage. Um, How long is that stage? Like who three knows? months? Who two knows? Months? Because think about it. So many women that are going back to work after three months or at 12 weeks, like they're still in that quote unquote fifth trimester thing that's going yeah. on. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So totally. th- you're not maybe in the most sound place to make these big decisions in your life. Yeah, just wait, wait, just wait. try and work through it. And like I said, have the support group to help you because then look after you're through it and you realize, you know what? I would I rather be home respect, yes. but give yourself that opportunity yeah, yeah, to really know that. Don't make possible. that decision in the first week. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Next celebrate your small successes, whether it be at work or at home. I mean, really celebrate yourself as much as you can and see your return to work as a career opportunity and be proud. Be proud that you gave birth to a human and were able to take care of them. And by the way, are taking care of them by being where you are and taking care of you too. I mean, like for us, acting is taking care of our family financially, but it's also taking care of this creative, artistic, you know, piece of us that we have. But no matter where you are, what line of work you have, you're you're supporting your family. So try and also be proud of yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Practice saying no. And that means no to work stuff like extra work or next no to extra baby things if you need. I mean, like be conscious of boundaries. Boundaries. Yes, exactly. And set aside time for mommy life. So set aside whether it's alone time with your kid on the weekend or whatever it needs to be. Just, I mean, obviously in the end of this, it's we're really just trying to say to take care of you. Mm-hmm. And because so much of it's like the work and the baby and the work and the baby and where does mommy fit in? So try and find, uh, whether it be venting over a glass of wine to other mommies, you know, or listening to us, you know, mm-hmm. just... 
Oh, our, our, Katie, our glass of wine. Or Katie on Katie's Crib, who's <laughs> yes. another amazing podcast. Thank you. Um, so anyway, those are just the, some of the ones that we found that we think are super important. And um, if you knew them, sorry to repeat it. But if you didn't, hope it helps. And if you have reminded. more, if you have more, let us know. Yeah. On Facebook or wherever. And this out. is such a big topic. It like, really is. If you've yeah. cracked any of these codes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fill the rest know. of us in. Yeah. Yes, exactly. All right. We're going to take a quick break and come back with Shitty Mommy. But we just want to say, like, sending all the love out there to women like Jules and all the other moms that are just going back to work or anticipating going back to work. Yes. Like, you've got this. You're amazing. You've got this. You're amazing. We what love else? you. We love you. <laughs> all right. Be right back with Shitty Mommy. Yay. Yoo-hoo. Shitty Mommies. I just want to mention something really quickly. There's a brand called Baby Bum. It's a plant-based skincare brand that I use on my kids. I know, Jamie, you guys use it. They started this beautiful campaign called Your Good Mom. And it's a movement that's taking place all over the streets of LA right now, Los Angeles. And um, it's starting in New York, April 22nd. And they spray painted the phrase, you're a good mom on the sidewalk. So us mamas can walk by and look at it and just smile at this beautiful reminder. I think it's it's so important for us to be reminded, not only for Mother's Day or on Mother's Day, but always. Jamie, I think you're a good mama. But anyway, thank you, baby bum. It's just a beautiful campaign. All right, we're back with Shitty Mommy. Okay, first we're going to say a listener's one, and then I'm going to share actually a quick one, and then Katie's going to go. Shitty Mommy! Okay, so here's a listener shitty mommy. I went to my son's preschool parent-teacher conference, and he was three at the time. The teacher explained that they had an incident the week before where my son was playing with the dollhouse in the classroom. He was yelling at the other dolls to bring the mom more wine. And then he said, bring more motherfucking wine. (gasps) Oh, my God. I was so embarrassed and had to explain that I'm not an alcoholic and rarely drink in front of my kids. I did come clean that I do cuss, but I don't use it in the context of mother. Luckily, the teacher was really cool, and we are, like, best friends now. But oh my god, that kid keeps me on his toe on my toes. Bring me more motherfucking wine. wine. That is Jenna. I feel like if any kid is gonna say that, it's one of yours. It's my. I don't drink wine. Oh my god, so funny. I do like all the time. I wish I could do it right now. Yeah. Okay, you guys. I had one last night. So, like I said, both my kids have been so sick this whole week, and it's just really just you know, it's just. And terrible, exhausting to take. It's so exhausting, and they both want what, me, with and they get cost and stuff. Uh, e. coli, uh, what? E. coli From what? bronchitis and a double ear infection. Who the f knows? My husband like keeps sending me articles about how we wash our carrots. I don't know. So I'm just spent. And like getting the baby to take the antibiotic twice a day is such a fight. And he wasn't taking it last night. And my nanny had like sometimes doesn't shut off the monitor. And so when I was putting him to bed last night, it was on. And you guys, at one point, he was just like squirming for me and not taking the medicine. I'm just trying to get it and then give him the bubble. And I was like, I hate my fucking life. And when I came out after and like had closed the door and we still went to bed peacefully like it all ended fine and I closed the door and I'm like walking peacefully like hi Maria like how's Bo and like I see the monitor up like work and I'm like oh, no. oh shit she just heard Should me say I'm a gig live <laughs> oh my god that's funny so there's my little share last night I um my shitty mom mommy moments are always when I'm on the fucking phone and mm. this is what jo- just goes to fucking show you guys like I really, really try to not be on my cell phone. 
that much. I know it's very hard for people who are like full-time moms at home. Yes. Like mm-hmm. that's how you communicate and it's just the reality of the world in which we live right now. But for some f***ing reason, like when my kid takes a spill and literally cracks open his whole face and there's blood everywhere, it's because I was on Instagram. Like 100%. Yes. And like, so not only do I, I just feel terrible. So that happened last week. His whole face split open. He fell. But last <gasps> okay. night I was on the phone again and I'm like, what is that sound? And I look and he's taking his bottle and shoving it in the toilet and then taking the bottle out and drinking his baba. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I just peed in it. I flushed it. And I don't all the time. So, like, thank God I had. Thank God. But, like, it's still a toilet that there's, like, pee and poop in. But, yeah, he was taking his bottle and, like, going bang, 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 like, at the bottom of the toilet with his bottle and then taking the bottle out and literally putting it to his lips and drinking water. So maybe he'll have to help. I don't even (laughs) know. His immunity Um, will be good. And I was probably on Instagram again. But I was like, oh, my God. Like, when will I ever learn? Like, I won a second. And it's always on all my stupid phones. I know. You need that break. Ugh. I know, but yeah, so your way to like check out for a second. It's like almost like your meditation for a minute. Like, who oh, can I yes. shut my brain off for yes, a minute? Yes, I know. But like, what did people used to do? Like, ten, like 15 years Watch ago, TV what were or something. Doing? I don't know. Drink. They shoved their kids in front of the TV all the time, which, by the way, I've said, like, the only way I can change a diaper is television because my son will not lay on his back. Sure. And the only way I can make dinner if I'm alone is to put the iPad on. And the two of them sit there and watch Elmo. Wow, and then you I make get dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I grew up watching – I was in front of the television from 4 to 7, Monday Same. through Friday, my entire Same. childhood. Same. So, And you turned out great. Look at – And I love my mom. I was just on this podcast saying, what a great job You're I thought right. my mom did. And yeah. she was either – we were in front of the television – or she was on the phone with her mother mm-hmm. talking like this for like literally an <laughs> oh hour. God, they talked every it. single day on the phone, but like they're like I have such vi- like that's what my mom was it's doing. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. we're very hard on ourselves. We're it's very, too much. We're it's very too much. Oh uh, well, Katie, this is I mean, fun. You know, I feel that you. I'm so happy. Wait, to be Jen on. and I, I love you guys. do you want to go Sunday what? night? Yes, I do. We're going come, to see Adam's place. Let me know. Do. I'll get you guys tickets. I'm just get me out of the house. There's 4 p.m. Yeah. tickets and 7 p.m. tickets. There's a bar there. The wine is delicious. Seven, they also seven. have hard shit. And by hard shit, I mean liquor, not like – I mean, it is downtown, and I'm sure you could score some drugs, tequila. but we don't have that. <laughs> well, I can bring my own. You know that. <laughs> yeah, we are sponsored girl. by Ease. We are sponsored by Ease. So here we go. We're going to bring your very own delivery we are? cannabis service. I can hook you up. Yes. I love that. Yes. Yep. Can I get you tonight? I'm home after the theater. I'm home by myself. I went to order mine yesterday while I was in took Bo to a movie and it said we'll be there in 30 minutes I'm like oh no 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 no! I have to cancel my order because I'm in a movie with my son and my nanny is not home to collect my, my weed <laughs> okay. yeah alright well we love you so much we thank love you I love so you guys thank, thank you, you so much for coming I'm so, so happy that this podcast exists it's a very important for women to have a place to go to you listen too. and to really not feel alone and get some help and just a nice laugh Yes, that's what we're going for. And go listen to Katie's crib before Katie's it's done amazing, amazing yes, television show or whatever she's going to do. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And we're going to leave you with a mama said. Yes, mama said there is no way to be a perfect mother, but a million ways to be a good one. We love you guys. Bye. Amen. Bye. Thanks for listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. New episodes are available weekly at podcastone.com, the Podcast One app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love the show, don't forget to leave a rating and review. The sponsors for this episode of Mama Said are... 
GenuCell. The GenuCell jawline treatment is yours for free when you order the classic GenuCell plant stem cell therapy. Go to GenuCell.com or text MAMA to 77453 to order now. TrueCar. For a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out TrueCar.